Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Thrifters Villa. Today is our Patreon co-produced episode that we do here, and I have Mary Lee with me today. Hello, Mary Lee. Hello. How are you? Very, very good. Thank you for being here with me today. So today's episode is going to be about keywords, but we're going to put a different perspective on it, and we're going to talk about keywords in the sense of um, the importance of using these descriptive words, filling out categories, our real life experiences doing it and how my evolution of keywords and listing has grown. And we're going to kind of sit down and talk to Mary Lee about where she's at right now and and just have this discussion of how she can do better, right? Because Mary Lee is in a situation right now where she feels like her listings could um, be better. And I think this would be a good real life experience to share with all of you because we're all in different stages of our journey. And I definitely didn't start where I am now. And I definitely did the exact same things that uh, Mary Lee is doing right now. So before we get into all of that fun stuff, I want Mary Lee to introduce herself to all of you guys so you can get to know her a little bit better. So Mary Lee, hand it off. Well, thank you, Danielle. Thank you for having me on. And I was really excited to um, be chosen. I just, you know, it was just a um, topic that I just um, was kind of struggling with, you know, just being so generic with my listings. And um, I haven't been listing that long. I've been on Poshmark since uh, 2018, but I really started a year ago in uh, February 2020. So I've only really been, you know, an active uh, seller for almost two years, almost two years now, but um, just really, just really basic in my, um, in my listings, you know, like just like a J crew sweater or, you know, just, you know, instead of saying, you know, something more like fair aisle or any of those other buzzwords and not really knowing how much to put in or how detailed to put in with my uh, heading listing, you know, so I, I feel like in my description, I'm more, you know, descriptive, but in my main listing. So can you talk to me some about what I need to be putting more in there? I, so I, I created a YouTube video on this too, like when I first, first started YouTube. And the only reason why I think keywords and SEO comes so easy to me is because I worked in the marketing field for three years or so. And the main purpose of what I did was making sure that blog posts were optimized and they were popping up when people search specific words or, um, you know, our photos had optimization in them. So like, I kind of came from that background. So for me, it, I guess when I first started, um, I did similar things that you did. So like, I didn't necessarily put um, J crew sweater, but maybe I put like J crew pink sweater, long sleeve or something like that because of the knowledge that I had. Right. I think when it comes to titles, um, it's important to remember that Google picks up on this stuff. Google does pick up on your description. So if you have the descriptive words in your description, that's great. Like that's the Google's going to pick up on that too, but it's secondary to the title. So whatever you're putting in your description, you should somehow incorporate in your title too. So Poshmark gives us how many characters now? I don't even know. Let me look. They give us more characters now when we create our title. Um, Let me look. Let me look. 
I do know that I did learn one thing from you. Um, you learned from something from previous, me. Look at that. Yes, from a, a previous uh, recording because I had been putting emojis at the Take beginning, like like a snowflake or something, you know, and I took them out and I, and I noticed it right away that, mm-hmm. you know, picking up better, picking up sales better. So we get, so 80 thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> we get 80 <laughs> characters now in our title, which is way more okay. than what we used to get. Okay. So 80 characters, you should be, you should try to use up as many of those 80 char- characters as possible. So if I just go into my closet right now, I'll give you an example. Um, all right, here's the first thing that pops up. Everlane, the side zip, which is the name of the actual pant, stretch cotton pant in gray. So like I used up, the, there's still like 30 characters left, right? So here's how I usually structure. Is my microphone making weird noises? It's making weird noises on your it's end? mine. No, I don't know. I'm gonna, no. I'm gonna take the mic out and we're just gonna use the computer. <laughs> so I usually, this is- It may be mine. I, no, I think it was me. <laughs> um, the way I structure my title is I always start with the brand name, right? Which you do already. So Jake, right? So mine in this case is Everlane. So I use Everlane is the first item. The next, if the item has a style name, so this comes with like researching the piece or you know what the style name is for this piece. So in this case, I know that this pant that Everlane, that I had from Everlane, it has the side zip. It's called the side zip pant. I just knew that from experience, but you could literally go into Google, excuse me, and then type Everlane side zip pant and you'll see all the different things that will pop up that have the side zip pant. And then that may take a little bit of time and research to kind of go through and see what the specific name of that pant is. Do I think it's necessary to do this with every item? No, I think there's certain pieces that you pick, that people pick up that in my personal opinion, I think it's worth it to look for that specific style because of something about it is unique, right? Something about Mm it, um, in my opinion, I think it's something that people would be specifically searching for. So I feel like I need to look for it. You could bypass this whole step altogether and not look for the specific style name and just use descriptive words. So let's just say I didn't know it was called the side zip pant. I would just put Everlane, Everlane side zip cotton stretch pant and gray, basically what it says there, but just use my own words to put in there. And then what I do is I copy my title and I put it in my description, but I always change like one or two things about it, maybe add in some more descriptive words to it, um, something else to kind of help Google pick that out. So I always try to keep that in mind. I think when you're creating a listing, it's important to remember that Google is pulling all this stuff. Have you ever like sat when you're looking for something, right? Looking up comps and you type in something you and it pull, Google pulls up everything and Poshmark is like one of the first things it pulls up. Poshmark and eBay, right, are, right. They're, they're one of the first things. Macari and stuff comes in later, but Poshmark and eBay are always the first ones that are coming up. And that just shows you how much effort Poshmark has put into on the back end to make sure their stuff right. is known, right, in Google. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always try to take that title and incorporate again in the description. And then I go into like all the different things, the size, what condition is it in? I don't do paragraph form. I've heard mixed things on this. Some people say paragraph form 
is great for SEO, in my opinion, and things that I've researched, I do list format. So I just literally mm-hmm. boom, boom, boom. These are the different things. I, I, I will incorporate maybe different things from the actual um, website of the company and the actual listing within the company itself. Like maybe they have a little blurb about it and I'll put quotation marks and I'll insert that. Um, but generally I don't do that. I just do, okay, size eight in excellent condition, um, side zipper, I don't know, 100% cotton, whatever it is, made in XYZ, has a side stripe contrasting color, you know, like kind of incorporating all those different things that you're seeing. Um, And one thing that, and I don't know if you agree with this or if if you've gone through this, I feel like when I was first selling, I was overwhelmed to know what every single style of everything was like, what's a fair aisle, what's, yes. a, what's a fisher, whatever, you know, like all these different things. Right. I still struggle with that where I'm like, I, this has a name and I don't know what it is. So I'm just going to describe it the best way that I can and kind of go from there because you can right. sit for hours and then you're not actually listing at that point. You're sitting there and you're struggling trying to think of all this stuff. And I don't know, do you struggle with that sometimes where you feel like you're not listening yes. to things because you're so focused on making sure, well, everything is perfect. Right. right. And then, you, you know, you go down that rabbit hole of, you know, fifth, like you said, 15 minutes later and you're already looking for something else. Yeah. But is that like, I will do a search, you know, for, you know, that J crew red sweater and, and I'm thinking, well, why didn't I just put that in my description, you know, because that's exactly what I was searching for mm-hmm. and that it came, so put that in your description, you know, put that in your heading. Mm-hmm. So I, but I didn't really know that we could put all those words in there. Yeah. So there's <laughs> 80 characters. That's, that's newer. Poshmark had a limitation. I think it was like half of that before. So to have mm-hmm. 80 characters is, is significant. eBay has a ton. I don't know. I think eBay is like 117, something like that. They have a little bit more than um, Poshmark, but you know, if we're comparing the two platforms, eBay sellers incorporate like sizes and new with tag and all that kind of stuff to their listing because that's how eBay works. In Poshmark, mm-hmm. I have not, I, I, I have personally never incorporated new with tag or the size in my title. So I can't say that it works the same way on Poshmark, but from my experience, most people do not do that on Poshmark because I don't think that's how Poshmark's algorithm when it comes to search works. I think they're just grabbing those descriptive words in the The brand and that's how they're Mm -hmm. doing it. It's not necessarily because they have a new tag option that you can select in your your categories, right? When you're listing on Poshmark. Mm they're pulling from that. That's like, that's called metadata. That's like the extra thing okay. that you're incorporating in there. Mm-hmm. Right. So if for you to put new a tag on in your title in Poshmark, it doesn't correlate to the, to the search within Poshmark itself. It may correlate to a Google search, but if someone's searching mm-hmm. in Poshmark, it might not come up unless you've selected new a tag within the, the categories. So it's like all those little nuances. At the end of the day, Mary Lee, you just need to make sure you have descriptive words in there. Okay, that's it. Like you just said, you're pretend you're a buyer and that's the best way to right. think about it. Like if you're, you're a buyer, you're looking for something, what are you going to type in? What, or right. is there a specific style that you're looking for that you know that that's what it's called and that's what you're going to be looking mm-hmm. for? The other thing too is mm-hmm. brands like J.Crew, Madewell, right? They're the same company they have their style number in the interior tag. 
So you can type in, mm -hmm. if you look in the inside of a J. Crew tag or in the inside of a Madewell tag, it's going to say the style number. So you can type in J. Crew style, type it all in there, right? And then go from there. I when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Going back to what we were talking uh, about. Um, yeah. So uh, do you do that? Do you like look to see if the interior tags have style names? Yeah, I do, but I have not had that good luck with that. It seems like so many other things pop up. And so I don't know. I'm probably not, you know, operator. No, I think, I think it's a combination of things. I think that um, it could depend on the piece too and how old the piece is. If it's yeah, that's... The, like using J. Crew as an example, usually the style will say what season it came from. So usually anything older than 2017 doesn't necessarily come up. Or if it's like a J. Crew outlet piece, the style name will come up, but the pictures won't come up of it. So then you don't right. know if it's the same thing that you're looking for. There's like so many nuances when it comes to this. And this is why I'm saying yeah. like, if it gets too complicated and this is for everyone that's listening, just don't do it and just put in descriptive words in your title and call it a day. Right. Take good right. pictures. Yeah. Make sure people can see what it is that you're selling and just go from there. You don't have to do all the research. Do you know, like, right, right. unless you want to. I mean, I like doing it, but I also stop sometimes. Like I'll do like a quick, like couple minutes. And if I'm not finding anything, I'm like, oh, well, whatever. I'm using what I know. And that's right. what I'm going to put in there. You know? Yeah. You I think usually, I usually look it ahead. up just for the comments. <laughs> yeah. I mean, me too. It's kind of like, I, I, sometimes I'm curious and I want to know if it's something that is worth listing with the name. Right. <clears throat> it also depends on um, like, if it's something that like the blogger favorites that I find, right? Like if I find a Zara mm. blogger favorite, I go down a rabbit hole because I want to make sure that I label it correctly, which right. yeah, it's, it's great in terms of listing and getting your items seen, but it's a time suck. And I kind of don't want, like, I need to be better about that myself when it comes to listing. Yeah. I, I can too. list really quickly. I, cause some, there's certain things that I come across all the time here. So like there are a certain pair of Madewell jeans that I come across all the time. And I just basically go back to an old listing, copy, paste, and, you know, do my thing, which is where I think right. eBay is nice compared to Poshmark. Cause you can do sell similar in eBay. Are you an eBayer? Do you do eBay? No, I'm, I'm, I'm not branching out yet. <laughs> you don't need to. I'm, I'm, you don't need to. I'm thinking I'm a newbie. I'm just a newbie posher. So I'm just... <laughs> I think that's a great place to learn and then if you feel yeah. like you want to branch out then you can but um you're uh you're not a full-time reseller this is like something that you do on the side yeah it's it's my side gig right and but I feel like I am because I'm you know seems like I'm always you know involved in it well and mainly trying to find those keywords you know yeah. mainly trying to words to list you know by so do you fill out all the categories and stuff too? So I do. Um, in the description, I will, you know, say, you know, what it is. And then I will um, put size, color, measurements. 
and then, you know, new with tags or whatever, the condition, you know, and so, you know, I try to be very descriptive in the description part of it, but then it's just that, that main heading that I was, you know, kind of struggling mm. with. Literally take the words that you're putting in. Just put it in there. And put it in the title. That's really <laughs> all it is. And when you think about it, I mean, this is for anyone who's struggling with this. If you're creating description, a, a good description with descriptive words, mm-hmm. just pick those words out. Just put it in put there. It in the title. <laughs> doing the work. <laughs> but it's not. So if you're not like, if you're coming into reselling, right? And you're not, mm-hmm. you don't know about this community. You don't know about all this nah. yeah. background stuff, right? To put J. Crew sweater makes sense. Why would you ever put all these descriptive right. words in there? Right? Mm-hmm. And if you go back in time to like when eBay was first becoming a big thing in the early 2000s, like late 90s, early 2000s, that's kind of what everyone did. You put something on Craigslist, you just put like iPhone. And then that was it. You know, you showed a picture of it and you kind of, that's just what it was. It's kind of how Facebook Marketplace is today, right? Right. Poshmark and and eBay have evolved over time and they've kind of made everything else evolve with it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, because they are two big powerhouse uh, platforms to sell on. So if we put a lot of stock into it, but someone who's just listing their stuff in their closet and they don't know any different, they're just going to put right. J crew or just red sweater. <laughs> like they're not. Well, I had a, I had a sequin dress that, um, that it was, it was gorgeous and it was so different and, you know, and so I, I started putting all of that in there, you know, the, all the different nuances about the dress and it sold like really quick and then I had another sequin dress that I just put like you know whatever the whatever the label was sequin dress (laughs) and it has sat there and I was like I need to fix that up you know I need to so yeah it it does make a difference it It does does. and I I think if you look at the perspective that you just gave like real life example Mm -hmm. there you have two dresses the same thing listed differently one mm-hmm. sold really quickly. Was there anything special about the brand? <laughs> no, they were just regular dresses, you know, right. regular sequin dress. Right. So there was nothing special about the brand that would make one sell over the other. It was just the no. words that you used. Right. So right. like, how do you, for people that are in the same situation, they're like, okay, so then how do I fix it, Daniela? Like, great. You're telling me all these wonderful things, but how do I fix it? First off, once you've got the description and title thing situated and you're filling out all the categories, and I know that Poshmark does not offer a ton of diversity in the categories. It's better no. than what it was like even three years ago, but it's like not every boot is an over-the-knee boot. Some are just knee boots. They just hit the knee right. or they're a calf boot and I don't have that option. Or like my dress is not purple and it's not red. It's burgundy or it's maroon. <laughs> And I don't have that. Like there's little things that Poshmark could really improve on when it comes to categories that sometimes I have to leave things blank. Like I just, there's nothing for me to select and I'd rather select Mm -hmm. nothing than one that's not true. Um, Don't, especially, especially cocktail wear, you know, and it's like, cocktail or is it wedding? Is it prom? Because they just have prom, (laughs) you know, and right now when I'm trying to, push my new year's eve wear you know and you know do i put uh, and i did hear you all say that one time you know to put cocktail to put wedding you know and homecoming whatever you know Mm -hmm. and so 
like that's what you put in your description i mean so in your so poshmark doesn't have tags right so like macari and um other platforms have tags hashtags that you can incorporate within mm-hmm. poshmark doesn't have that a way to go around that now they they do have a tag portion now in the bottom so after new with tag there's this thing with there's <clears throat> sorry a, a header that says tags and you can type in there tags to describe your item you can only add three though so and not mm-hmm. every tag is in there so like mid-rise is on there mini maxi nautical like they're like the major ones are in there bohemian shabby chic like those things are in there you can include your own there, there's no reason why you can't include your own if you're on the desktop version of poshmark you'll see along the top if you search for something little tags pop up whatever people have used you can click and kind of go through it that way so there are they are starting to incorporate it in that fashion but you can only have three so a way to do it that other people have done in the past in Poshmark, and I used to do it, but I, I, I kind of got away from it, um, is you can, like, at the bottom of your description, you can kind of add in all these words that are associated with your piece, and that will help it pop up. You can do that, or you can kind of create, like, a little blurb, like, this item would look great if you were heading to a blah, 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 you know, you can kind of add it in that way. I just caution people when you do that, because um, if you, let's say you want to describe something as bohemian, but you start to add in things that are associated with other brands. Now, when people are searching for a specific brand, your item is going to pop up and the brand is not the same than what they're searching for. So let's say you have a prairie dress of some sort and you want to put in a spell, like spell in the gypsy, similar to spell in the gypsy dress or like uh, a dupe of spell and, spell and gypsy dress well now your dress is going to pop up for spell and the gypsy even though it's not a spell and the gypsy dress you know what i mean so like you have to be careful when I got you do that. Yeah. um if you're just using like specific adjectives i don't think there's anything wrong with that but i think when you start to get too specific on it and you start to say similar to or uh mimics or something you know to kind of say or like inspired by like things like that get mm-hmm. tricky when it comes to keywords and SEO. Um, but I think if you were to add in those little words there at the end, I think that's totally fine. And use that little tag portion. Like I said, you've only had three, but at least something um, that they've now added to their yeah. listings. So, and this is why I love listening to y'all because I never <laughs> knew that was there. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the newer updates. I what that was for. I didn't know what that was for. So thank yeah. you. And, and, you know, and uh, it's helpful. And I think it gets people thinking, like I've scrolled through that list sometimes and I'm like, I never thought about adding that word. Maybe I should go back to my description and add that word in and have it as a tag kind of, you know, but I create my own tags mm-hmm. too. So sometimes Poshmark doesn't have what it is that I would tag it for. Um, At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best it's possible pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line it's possible complex specialty care that cares about your roi it's possible because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions that's wonder made possible learn more at evernorth.com wonder and i just go off of that and i just never knew never knew that was there Learn something new, Mary Lee. See that? I never knew that's what it was for. <laughs> uh, I mean, keywords you. is like, to get into the nitty gritty of keywords, I feel like is not necessary. 
for every reseller. I think if you have a Shopify store, if you are looking to grow your brand a certain way, like, and you want to really hyper-focus on keywords, you're writing blogs, you know what I mean? Like you're doing YouTube videos and all that kind of stuff. You can, you can dive deep into keywords, but when it comes to listing your items, it's making sure your categories are filled out. It's making sure that your pictures are clear too, because Google picks up on your pictures. So if someone is typing in mm-hmm. red cable net, red cable knit sweater, and they Google can tell that your sweater is a red cable knit sweater, just given by the clarity of your picture, your your item's gonna right. pop up, right? It mm-hmm. might be in your title and your description yeah. too, but it's still gonna be able to pull it up for the person. So I think, you know, besides the words of it all, your photos and optimizing those in a way so that Google will grab them. Because at the end of the day, Google's the search engine. Like that's the master search engine. It has killed all the search engines and that is the one. Um, You know, using things like Google Lens gives you a good idea too of what other people are listing items at. So I do that sometimes where I'm like, I this is not going to come up anywhere. I know it's not going to come up anywhere, but let me just take a picture of it and put it in Google Lens and see what other people are listing similar items like. And then I kind of like pick and choose words that I like and pick and choose different things that people have said and, and kind of go from there. I find that helps me too, because sometimes my brain is just done. You you know, you work a full-time job. You're like, I'm all set today with trying to figure this out. Right. So I cheat a little. (laughs) It's fine. Well, I have, I have, you know, been able to cut and paste and, you know, Mm -hmm. especially on the same, you know, product, but but, and that has helped, you know, and then, or to put, you know, my own kind of words in there or whatever. So, yeah. But, um, are you saying that in the description part that you uh, list it like size, like bullet, bullet? I bullet everything. So if you look at my listing, okay. I bullet everything. You don't have to bullet. You can just okay. literally do a list, right? Like type it out, mm-hmm. enter, type it out, enter. Um, I just add the bullet. Just just- you know, it, I just visually like to see the bullet, but you don't need to do it. But that's basically my idea is I do bulleted list. Um, And then I still sometimes incorporate little paragraphs or like a couple sentences here and there. Um, It also depends on the piece. Like there are certain pieces that I go on the website and I'm like, okay, they really have the whole chunk of it here. So I either pick and choose little pieces or I copy and paste it, put the quotation marks around it and kind of like leave it there. So no, these are not my own words. I'm quoting it, but this this is everything you need to know. Um, you know, someone's probably going to come at me for doing that, but you know, listen, I'm a busy lady and that's what I do. (laughs) What about, um, what about words like vintage or, you know, Mm. okay, those kind of things, do you put them first or do you put them like J crew vintage? Good question. Do you do vintage J crew sweater? Um, which do you, do you think it matters with the algorithm that it pick up one or the other better? I would always, so I think brand first should always be okay. the thing. So brand first, so you could put J crew, Y2K vintage, blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 right. Or J crew, whatever the item is, Y2K, you can put at the end, like, mm-hmm. I think as long as I think the brand should always be first. That's just my personal okay. opinion. I think because if I you there's a good research thing for everyone to do. Go on any department store website. I don't care which one it is. Macy's, JCPenney. I, I, I don't care. I don't care what it is. Right. Sephora. Look at their titles. 
how do they have their title set up and how do they have their description set up? Use that as your reference point. Create a template for yourself based off of what you're seeing. So if you sell primarily mall brands, go on the those mall brand websites, see how they're listing the items. And that doesn't be your specific item, but see how they're listing them and use that to create a template for yourself. I think personally that it's easier for a lot of people to create a template on your phone or on your computer, depending on what device you use to list and whatever your shortcut is for that template to pop up, you're literally just filling in the little points that need to be filled out and you're copying and pasting. Do you know what I mean? Like simplify the process as much as you can have a system down that works for you play around with it, do the research behind it. Like this is like that backend work that a lot of people, we, I mean, me included, we don't really talk about it that much unless we're asked about mm-hmm. it. Like there's a lot of research that goes into creating a brand, creating a business that's successful. Like it doesn't just happen, right? It looks like it on social media, yeah. it happens, but that's not the case. There's a lot of stuff that goes on in the back end that um, it, takes time. And that means not going sourcing. That means, you know, whatever, not going out to get a coffee with your friend, whatever it is, like you choose what priority is, what, what is what on your priority list, right? We all have different priorities, we have different right, family right. situations, all that. Sometimes when I'm bored on a Friday night, I sit and I do random research and I go random company websites and I just look and see like what's new in anthropology. Mm-hmm. And then I use that and I use that to like go sourcing. I'm like, all right, so next time I go sourcing, this is the kind of the styles and things that I'm seeing. And that's what I do. Like, it, I'm not doing anything right. different that someone else can't do. And the same goes for creating a listing. I think the best place to go is to the company's website, any company. To the right, right. I've just noticed that like on some of the other listings, you know, it'll say like floral, like there's one now, floral, floral, forever 21 maxi dress instead of for one floral maxi dress you know yeah. so it's like which do you put first but i i, I, agree. I would do I forever 21 floral maxi yeah. dress but i would also maybe add some other keywords so is it a spaghetti strap maxi dress is yeah. it oh, yeah. or you can add in like cottage core if it's got a cottage core vibe to mm-hmm. it you know what i mean but like having those right. initial elements in there most people if they're searching for an item are going to put the brand first like, I really want this J. Crew piece. I don't know the specific name of it, but I know it's right. a J. Crew jumpsuit and it has leather in it. So I'm going to type mm-hmm. in J. Crew leather right. jumpsuit and see what comes up. Oh, yeah. 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 It's basic, so right? Hard. But it's, but it's that stuff is. that you wouldn't think of. It's stuff that you wouldn't think of unless you're talking to someone else. You can sit there and talk it through with someone. And, and I think right. that we complicate the process ourselves. Like, it doesn't have That's to be so right. Mm-hmm. You know, and you I'm are make it worse than a seller. Yeah, don't obsess over all this stuff. Like, just have fun and learn the process. Like, create a good system for yourself. All of that. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think that's the most important thing. You can watch as many YouTube videos, listen to as many podcasts that you want. You can go and deep dive on Instagram. But at the end of the day, it needs to work for you. That's it. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. 
So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Well, that's been helpful. I appreciate it. Go back and relist all my things. So let's talk about an action plan, right? Like what could someone do that's had the same struggles or similar struggles that you're having? And like, what, what, what do you think your action plans are going to be? And then I'll kind of go into like what I would do. And not overwhelm yourself. Well, going, going just going forward, you know, um, listing more descriptive in my title and um if I have time because I have all kinds of time (laughs) going back and especially especially my more expensive pieces to go back and you know re-revise how I list them yeah so my advice my advice that you could take it or leave it you know like this is what I did when I first started and I started learning about this whole thing and um what I do now maybe not as much because I list better now um but I still have times I go back and I'm like what were you thinking like no this is wrong I would take five listings a day old listings just five every single day. And you can pick, you can do category, you can do whatever, like you said, the more expensive brands go back Mm -hmm. and just focus on them. And you can actually, and and if they're over the 60 days and you want to relist them, then that's your opportunity. Like you could do it that way. Items that need, if you're a relister and it's hit the 60 days on Poshmark, um, then you can copy paste all the different things you need to do. We make your revisions. And then now you've got a brand new listing. You can do it that way too. That's, that's a good, that's good advice. I'm going to try to work on that over the holiday. (laughs) Or don't list anything new and just focus on that, which is tough, (laughs) right? That's difficult when you've got, I have a big, I I have a big death pile. (laughs) So what you should do (laughs) is go through your death pile. And then once you've kind of got it to a manageable, I'm not saying it has to be completely gone, but once you've got it to a more manageable level where you don't feel overwhelmed by it, then you do the five listings and two listings or one listing. It doesn't have to be five, right? Mm -hmm. Like I did five because I only had 200 listings at the time. So it it wasn't a big deal to me, but I kept a running tally of it all too. So I knew like, what did I go back and I would download the inventory report from Poshmark and I would see, okay, Mm -hmm. these items are all 60 days or older. And I would just piecemeal it that way okay I'm gonna do these five today I'll do these five in two days or whatever and I break it up that way and this is like the teacher brain right like that's just how my brain works I can't help that um a similar brain you teach people too so yeah I do I do just how you teach your students you've got to think about it for yourself and it's literally a lesson plan for yourself it's just what numbers and spreadsheets and clothes that's that's the only difference but it's basically what that is you're just going to take it piece by piece and eventually you'll get through it all and then you might go back to some pieces and say um I actually don't like this and it's not my style anymore and why do I still have this and that's when you just either donate it or mm-hmm. do boxes of some sort and get rid of it or just send it a thread up and whatever you make you make well, that I do have a few pieces like that I'm that I'm thinking about 
doing that too. So, and that also been helps with time. And you'll realize yeah. the pieces that I grabbed were like, I spent all this effort to relist and to find all these words for it. And it just wasn't worth it. Yes. I'm learning that from you too, that, <laughs> that, you know, to be more selective and to, um, you know, just to be more selective and to be, you know, better at look, searching for, you know, better items and things like that. So that comes that's, with time. That's been, well, I appreciate it. With time. That's a lot of time. But, but I, but everyone's quality is different too. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think some people, right. they, they look at like what I sell and stuff and others that sell like me too. And they're like, okay, so I need to be picking up all of these things. Well, no, that's just what's accessible to me. So if, if I lived somewhere mm-hmm. where Sketchers and um, LL Bean and Columbia and stuff like that were more accessible to me, I would learn mm-hmm. what items within those brands do really well find the price point that I need to buy it at Mm -hmm. right and then that way you live in a rural area so you know sometimes it's difficult to come across certain brands that you're seeing all over the social media right 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 it all depends on where you are now could you source online and get all the same brands that I do yeah you could it would just be different it's a different way of, of looking at it Mm-hmm. but be good at what you have available to you figure out what it is that works again experience time research all those things that go into it right but have fun with it like don't make it a job it is job no, like, don't I make have... it feel like a job you already have a full-time job right, right. no it's it's fun it's a fun thing that I do it's my it's my me time a fun yeah. thing you know exactly so. and when it starts to you know, throw the feel like that that's when there's right. a problem merely and I've been in that situation before no. and I'm, like, I'm taking two or three weeks off and then I'm gonna come back and it's gonna be fun again because I'm gonna do it totally different no 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 yeah it's the thrill of the hunt it's the you know oh, when you absolutely. find peace and oh. it's just and then I'm thinking how do I describe it <laughs> but <laughs> but I will get there I will get there you will get there and I hope this was helpful like to, to uh, very help helpful clear yes. up some things yes. Well, yes it really it was very helpful I didn't to know that I can put that many words in to the main description mm-hmm. you know and that you know it's that's what's been helpful yeah. And just to, and I guess to realize that there are other people that are listening to this that struggle with the same thing. I used to struggle with the same thing. I've been reselling as like a part-time thing for three years, but I've, I've sold things online in the past. I mean, I've always done it since right. it was a thing, you know, when I was in my teenage years, but um, as time has gone on and I've evolved as a seller, all these things are I had to learn the hard way <laughs> and right. I just, and I share it with everyone else. And so I'm, I'm glad that you found it was helpful and hopefully you guys yes. are listening, found it was helpful too. It's a good refresher. I know even for myself, I'm sitting here thinking like, I probably should go back and look at some of those older listings that I've kind of just threw <laughs> up there and didn't look at again. <laughs> probably should do that. I think anyone could the benefit from it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure just setting the side the time aside to do it yeah <laughs> all right everyone uh thank you so much for listening to this patreon episode uh this will go out let's see today's friday so it's gonna go out on sunday oh so if you celebrate christmas merry christmas to everyone who is listening happy hey. holidays happy kwanzaa happy hanukkah all of the wonderful things that we can all celebrate um i hope you guys have a great week 
and we'll be back yes. next week with the anniversary episode which is so crazy and then 2022 is going to be here which is even more crazier <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much Mary Lee for sitting down with me today and I will talk to everyone next time thank you again bye-bye thanks